0: You're listening to the Overcoming Daily Podcast with Anna Johnson of sacredlifecoaching.com. These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you'll have truth. Began her journey of becoming the Overcomer Coach as a licensed clinical social worker, investing over 10 years to helping others in the mental health field. In her experience as a therapist, she became aware that believers are struggling from the same issues as non-believers. As Anna sought wisdom on this matter, the Heavenly Father inspired her to give up her clinical career in order to serve the body as a coach help them in overcoming life and spiritual challenges through kingdom principles, kingdom principles. And so the Overcomer Coach was born. Enjoy today's episode, Overcomer. Here's your host of the Overcoming Daily Podcast, Anna Johnson.
1: Shalom. Welcome to episode three of Overcoming Emotional Challenges. My name is Anna Johnson, and I am your Overcomer Coach. Now, those of you that are regular listeners of mine, please endure with me as I am recovering from a cold, but I cannot let a simple illness prevent me from recording this podcast. So I just pray that you'll just endure with me through my congestion as we continue to unlock the chains of depression. In episode two, I really let the spirit of God lead me during that podcast and as I was wrapping up the end of the podcast, I realized that we were just really touching the surface of unlocking the chains of depression. And if you remember that podcast, or maybe those that you haven't listened to it yet, we talked about getting past shame and guilt, that we had to put those things away in order to overcome depression. And this was just the surface of unlocking uh, the chains of depression, just the surface. So. I'm going to, and today in episode three, I'm going to talk more about unlocking the chains of depression and what that sounds like, what that looks like, and and just encouraging you on how to do that or how to encourage someone else to do that. Now that we've moved past shame and guilt, it's time to recognize depression for what it really is. Depression is oppression. It's oppression. It comes to break your spirit. And when I say it comes to break your spirit, it comes to take your drive, your motivation, your life, your purpose, your hope, your joy. It comes to take all of those things. And if we let it, it certainly will. But we can be encouraged because we don't have to allow this to happen to us. Now, don't get me wrong, you may still experience feelings of depression, but it doesn't have to change your life in a negative way. We can experience depression and yet not be driven by it. This is just the hardcore facts. We live in broken and corrupted bodies, in a broken and corrupted world, in the midst of a spiritual war. and we're going to have challenges, and unfortunately, depression is one of those um, like i said it, it's it is oppression, and part of that comes from the fact that our bodies are broken, so some of you may be wrestling with depression physically, chemically in the body, and there may not even be a mindset there it's just a feeling um and that and that is a could be that it very well is a Part of just having that broken body because sin entered into the world we live in a broken world because of sin right and so there are circumstances that can start to um, this world it can be very oppressive for children of God and that can start to wear on your feelings and let us not fail to remember that we live in the midst of a spiritual war And there is principalities, you know, wrestling and and warring in and we're in the middle of the field and we've got a real enemy that wants to oppress us and kill us and and keep us down and take the will of humanity and um, either for us to use it to serve him or to serve self uh, when our will was always meant to serve God. So, yes, depression is a tool that is used by the enemy. Now, don't get me wrong here. I'm not blaming the devil for everything. But once again, I will reiterate, wherever there is human suffering, you will find a demon. It's inevitable. It's kind of like, you know, when you see a dead animal on the side of the road or on the road, you see vultures, right? Well, it's the same concept with the enemy. Wherever he wherever there is human suffering, he sniffs this stuff out and he, and he participates in that, in that suffering. So he absolutely thrives and lives to contribute to the suffering of humanity. Why? Because he hates God. That's why. And we are God's creation. And not only are we his creation, we were created in his image so that makes us that makes us a target that makes us a target so let's just go ahead and recognize that depression is oppression it's oppressive and it comes to break a person's spirit it comes to break a person's spirit and what a broken spirit sounds like is like it is it sounds like someone that just doesn't have any more drive for life like they've been kicked down so many times that they finally have just decided they're not going to even try to get back up. So let's just take a moment and look at some of the mindsets connected with depression. These are some messages that people with depression may hear. This is not all inclusive, but this is a good little snapshot. A person with depression might hear, there is no hope. They might hear, I have no value. They may hear, everybody would be better off without me. Or, I can't continue on in this life. It's just too hard. Or they may also hear something that says, you're all alone. Nobody cares. Now, honestly, who hasn't heard at least one or two or three or maybe four of these messages that I just shared? I mean, it comes with the human experience. I know, personally, I have heard there is no hope and that I should just give up, which I didn't mention that one, but that's another one, just give up. Um, I have heard it's just too hard. And I also have heard that voice that says, you're all alone. But this is the reality. These are lies, 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 lies. So I'm gonna take a moment and I'm going to give you keys to unlock some of these mindsets, to unlock the chains that are connected with these mindsets so that you could be free and overcome the spirit of depression. So the first lie we talked about was there is no hope. Well, the key to unlocking that lie, that chain, is one, acknowledge that hope is a person and not a feeling or a circumstance. This is one of the biggest mistakes that all of humanity makes at times, is that we look at hope as just a feeling or just a mindset or just a circumstance. Like we'll be like, oh, that looks hopeful or oh, I feel hopeful about that. Um, But hope is a person. It is a person. And um, that person is God himself. And I think David said it best in Psalm 71. So let's just turn and take a look here at Psalm 71. And I'm going to read verse 4 through 5. And it says, Rescue me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel. For you are my hope. You are my hope you are my hope David wasn't saying that oh I'll, you know me being rescued is my hope no he said you are my hope see we can't lose God okay Um, if we're his children and he's our father there's no there's no losing he keeps track of all of his creation so and especially his children so there, when we say there is no hope that is like saying there is no God now if that's not satanic um, <laughs> I mean it's got to be right so right there unlock that chain by saying hope is not a circumstance hope is not a feeling hope is not a thought but hope is a person and that hope never sleeps and that hope never changes and that hope never dies and that hope is love now doesn't that encourage you aren't you already feeling a little more hopeful now another key to unlocking the chains of depression is to acknowledge your identity in Christ remember how I said one of the things that people with depression often hear is that they have no value well to say that we have no value Is demonic it's a lie because scripture tells us that we have value so let's go to Romans 8 and we're just gonna camp right here in this chapter in Romans 8 for the remainder of our keys so like I said the key here is acknowledging your identity in Messiah Romans 8 verse 14 through 16 and it states For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. Verse 16 states, The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. 17 states and if children also heirs truly heirs of God and co-heirs with Messiah if indeed we suffer with him in order that we also be exalted together now we're children of the Most High God and we've been adopted by the blood of the Lamb so much to be grateful for and so it is an absolute lie that we have no value it's an absolute lie it's like saying that like Messiah's blood has no value. It's, it's a lie. It is a lie. Scripture tells us that God valued humanity so very much that he sent his only begotten son that we could be redeemed, that we are precious in his sight. So to hear that we have no value is Luciferian. It's a lie. And I know I keep hitting this one over and over again, but I think it's one of the biggest deceptions out there is that a lot of people believe that they don't have any value and they really connect their value with how other people treat them, how they're perceived by their environment, what they're able to do and to accomplish, but just their created purpose in itself. And the price that's been paid for us you are invaluable you're invaluable so I know I seem a little intense about that but I feel strongly about it and I hope that you realize just how valuable you are to your Heavenly Father now another key to unlocking the train the chains of depression is ensuring that you're walking in the spirit okay a lot of times we get depressed because we're walking in the flesh. And we're going to, like I said, we're going to camp out in Romans 8, the remainder of our time here. But um, let's go to Romans eight five seven, 7. And I'd encourage all of you listeners to just really spend some time in this chapter. Uh, but here's a key. It states, uh, again, that's Romans 8, 5 through 7. For those who live according to the flesh put their minds on that of the flesh. But those according to the spirit, that of the spirit. For the mind of the flesh is death, but the mind of the spirit is life and peace. Because the mind of the flesh is an enmity towards God, for it does not subject itself to the instructions of God, neither indeed is it able. And let's just go on down to eight. And those who are in the flesh are unable to please God. See, sometimes we get depressed because we're walking in the flesh. And, um... And what I mean by walking in the flesh is when we, or we let this world speak to us instead of us speaking to the world. Okay. Uh, and what I mean by that is like circumstances, you know, maybe you've been going through a lot of financial challenges and you know, you've been, you've been wrestling, you've been fighting, you've been believing the one time or you just get knocked down and you're like, this is it. Like this hurt too bad. I cannot get back up. Well, that is having a carnal mind that's looking at things like looking at things from a physical standpoint. Like I can't get back up like because you're putting your confidence in what your flesh can do. But when we get knocked down, a better perspective would be like, wow, that was hard. That hurt. I'm disappointed. But that's just part of life. I know that God can turn the situation around. And see, that's what we should always be saying. There's no reason for us not to like be hopeful because we, because God is hope. He is our hope. He has a plan and a purpose to give us a future. And so when we get knocked down, cause we will, um, we have to remember to walk in the spirit and we, we, you know, and I think a lot of us have a hard time staying in the spirit. We may vacillate in between walking in the flesh and walking in the spirit, but the way to overcome Depression and the way to unlock that is to get in the spirit. Uh, And the spirit doesn't walk by sight, it walks by faith, by believing the word of God, and that God will do just what He said He will do, and that is, He will never leave you nor forsake you, and that all things work for the good of those who serve Him. See, when we focus on when we walk in the flesh. The flesh is death. Okay. We know that, we know that our flesh is perishing right now as we speak. All of us are perishing slowly. Some of us more rapidly than others. So when we focus on these carnal things, even though they are part of life and we, they are a part of life and we need to honor those physical properties. Um, but we don't serve them. Okay. Because we're, we, we walk in the spirit. We don't let those physical properties define us. Um, just like, just like Peter walked on the water with Messiah. He broke a physical property by walking on the water, right? Faith did that, not flesh. All right. So let's move on to the last key that I'm I'm sharing today. In that last key here is acknowledge the difficult times. Acknowledge that difficult times and disappointments are just a part of this life. I know I touched on this already a little bit. But just go ahead and acknowledge that difficult times and disappointments are just a part of this life, and again, we can see this in Romans chapter eight verse thirty six through thirty seven and it states as, as it has been written, "For your sake, we are killed all day long, we are reckoned as sleep. I'm sorry, we are reckoned as sheep of a slaughter, but in all this, we are more than overcomers." Or some translations may say conquerors through him who loved us. Hallelujah. And this goes back to our identity. He says, But in all this, we are more than overcomers through him who loved us. You are loved, and you have value, and you have purpose, and your circumstances do not define your value. Your God does. And he says, You are valuable to him. He says that he has loved you with an everlasting love. He says that he is your hope. He says he created you with plan and purpose and in his image. Okay, so a quick recap of the keys. One, acknowledge that hope is a person. Two, acknowledge your identity in Messiah. Three, ensure you're walking in the spirit. Four, acknowledge that difficult times and disappointments are just a part of this life. And one more key that I'd like to share is to acknowledge that you are not alone. And again, it can be found in Romans chapter 8, verse 38 through 39, and it states, "For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor messengers, nor principalities, nor powers Neither the present nor the future, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Messiah. Hallelujah. We are not alone. He is with us. He is for us. And we only need to just recognize that. And this is a, this is a key The moment that you realize that you're not in this alone and that indeed the fight is God's and not yours, you're just in the middle, then your burden becomes light because Messiah is carrying it with you. Some of you that are listening today are depressed and some of you that are listening today have been depressed and some of you that are listening today know someone that is wrestling with depression and potentially a spirit of suicide. See, after depression comes the spirit of suicide. We talked about it in episode two, where anxiety opens the door for depression, and then depression comes, and depression opens the door for suicide. We simply need to close the door to anxiety. We need to close the door to depression. And we need to close the door to suicide. And the easiest way to do that is never let any of them in. When worry comes, when fear comes, knocking on your door, don't entertain it. Keep that door locked. Don't sit by the door listening to those messages, being tempted to open the door and to explore if these things could potentially happen. Or explore if there's something you can do to prevent things. Keep those doors shut. Don't let those things in and you will save yourself a lot of pain and heartache. Um, Because once these things get in, it's not easy to get an intruder out of your home. Um, But it is possible through the blood of the lamb. So how do you practically apply these keys? Well, one is like acknowledging. But what I would encourage you to do is faith comes by hearing the word. And a lot of times our mindset needs some healing. It needs some renewal. And so I want you to read these scriptures with your eyes, take it in and then, read, and then read them out loud. Speak the word out loud. And on difficult days, you will see me in my camper wrestling to maintain my ground. I will be talking about what the word says to keep my footing and the children of God need to do this. We need to do this. Our weapon is the word of God. It is our sword and our shield is faith. So we need to, we need to hear the word. It's good to see it, but we need to hear it. We need to speak it. We need to walk it and live it, you know, write the scriptures out, look at them, say them out loud. Play them in the background. When you hear a message that is contrary to the word of God, you know, slice that thought with the word of God. Now, sometimes for me, it's as simple as saying the devil is a liar. Meaning I may have a thought that tries to like knock on my door and I'd be like the devil is a liar. I'll say not today. Today I am encouraged. Today, I am reminded I am more than an overcomer. So let's start being active in our salvation. We're to be active members and working out our salvation with fear and trembling. And being active. And see, that's what depression comes to do. It comes to take away your activity. It comes to take away your activity. So that you will just stay where you're at and not move and not try to overcome. I would like to share this scripture with you today as we get closer to concluding. It's Luke chapter 4 verse 18 through 19 and it states the Spirit of Yahweh is upon me because he he has anointed me to bring the good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim release to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to send away crushed ones with a release, to proclaim the acceptable year of Yahweh." What I love about this scripture is this is our Messiah reading from the scroll, he's reading from Isaiah, and he's saying that his father sent him to heal the broken hearted. Some of you that are listening are broken hearted. You're depressed because maybe loss, life, trauma, whatever it may be, but be encouraged because our Messiah came to heal. He came to heal and he came to undo every chain, every chain, even the chains that we may have accidentally got ourselves entangled in. So, let's just take a moment and pray. Father, Father Yahweh, Abba, I thank you for each and every listener. Father, I pray for your blessing upon this podcast, that your word would ring, ring, just ring out into the hearts and the minds Of each and every listener, that they would be encouraged today, that they're not that their minds would be renewed, that their hearts would be healed, and that they would embrace the truth that has been shared today in this message. Father, forgive us for every time we've believed the lie and continue to help us to see the truth. to walk in it so father I just pray for healing I pray for healing I pray for healing in the mighty name of Yeshua I pray and I thank you hallelujah hallelujah all right well this concludes episode 3 of overcoming emotional challenges join me next week as we look deeper into emotional challenges and how to overcome Till next time, have an Overcomer Day. I'm cheering and praying for you. Shalom.
0: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Overcoming Daily with Anna Johnson. Johnson. Tune in again next time, where Anna will continue to give you tips for overcoming overcoming daily. And to stay updated, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. You are an Overcomer. You're called to overcome. And if you found value in this episode, shared on social sign up for a free coaching session with Anna Johnson at sacredlifecoaching.com sacredlifecoaching.com until next time have an overcomer day these things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace in the world you'll have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world